Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. It's John and Lance. What in the hell is wrong with him? Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. about a little uh, Spencer Arigetti? So he pitched two innings. They're really, I mean, that, but Spencer, I'm in a little, I'm, I'm, I'm torn a little bit on this. It's not like his name is Giovanni Arigetti. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, I'm the Arigetti, though, it's got to make, okay, make the move a little bit. But the Spencer thing is bothering me a little bit. Yeah. A little bit? No, a little bit. Um, So, Arigetti pitched two innings, scoreless innings yesterday, and looked pretty damn good. There is a chance. There's a chance. Now, I think they want to hold him off. He's not even on the 40-man roster yet. <clears throat> I think they probably want to hold him off. Not bring him up this year, have him pitch another year in the minors. He is 24 already, but Spencer Arigetti has a shot. They really like the way the ball comes out of his hand. They really like the way the ball comes Honestly, out of his hand. wouldn't you love to have somebody – it doesn't happen often, especially with a good team, but wouldn't you love to have somebody just really go crazy at spring and force their way onto the roster that you didn't see coming, whether it's a position player or a um, – or a pitcher, just somebody who's not being talked about, who has such yeah. a big spring that they make the team, that would be great. And I know the Astros, for years, and rightly so, they're careful about bringing people up because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to take away the options you have to bring guys up and move them down. But I would love to see somebody just out of out of the blue have such a strong spring. You remember when uh, Hunter Pence did that, and they still sent him down, and there was uh, now they eventually brought him back up, but there was such a uh, a, a kind of a mini outrage, like why are you sending out a guy that just killed it in the spring? This is, you know, let's let's keep the best players up. I'd love to see Eric Getty or somebody, anybody, do something that says, "Wow, we hadn't really been factoring this guy in." But you know, mm-hmm. usually it's been Mauricio Dubon who was already on your roster, and then holy crap, Mauricio Dubon's a pretty good player. Turns into a pretty good player. You have McCormick come through the minor leagues looking good. Yiner Diaz actually surpassed Corey Lee. I mean, you didn't necessarily see that coming two or three years ago, but he had a big minor league season before he came up to the bigs. But it'd be great if they had a pitcher. You say, holy crap. And maybe it'll be somebody like Blanco, who we've seen. is not a surprise. But yeah. still, he Martinez, was Martinez, Blanco are yeah, the most I mean, likely. One of these guys who were not real big factors last year just kind of helped out along the roster to become a big factor. Blanco has a kind of arm, and hopefully Eric Getty does too, that you could – potentially see them like taking over a Graveman role or taking yeah. over a, um, a what's well, his name? Graveman Stary- role is already taken probably. Well, yeah, but the Starry face, a Phil Maton role. Yeah. No, retching, resting Maton, Maton face. face yeah. 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 Uh, here's Spencer Arigetti about his, his uh, outing yesterday. Yeah, I thought that picture pretty good. No, he doesn't. Oh, he's not that Italian. I don't believe he's not. Tommy. Let's hear. He's not Tommy Cutlets. Let's hear. Please have an accent. 
I'm, I'm really happy with it. I felt like I was in the strike zone a lot. I felt like uh, it was it was good for me to, to get out there and get my feet wet in a, in a cool stadium against a, a really good lineup. And, uh, yeah, I feel like... I feel like I did my job today. I think, uh, I think for the most part, I, I didn't try to do too much. I kind of just tried to, to be in the zone and, and, and make good pitches, and I, I made a lot of good pitches. That's my main goal in spring training is just find the zone with everything and, uh, and make sure I'm, I'm feeling good, feeling like I'm spinning the ball well and, and getting the shapes that I want to see. And, and obviously that stuff's important, but, but once you're in the game, it's, it's more about throwing the ball to a good spot in the zone, and I, I think I did that a lot today. Uh, nice. Well, you're bored with Spencer Arachetti. That's fine. It's just like, oh, I thought he did a good job. Like, yeah, I, I pitched a bit good. He went across the plate on me. I come inside and give him the high hard salami. You see where he likes it in the in the front of under his chin. Give him the olives. You wanted the olives. You wanted the olives, and you wanted the goat cheese. I would have been better like that. That would have been better. Yeah. That, no, I, that would have been I mean, much I guess at the end of the day, I just want him to pitch well. But <clears throat> would it hurt if one of the guys just took up the mantle and said, you know, back in the older country, I had a pitcher called an olive oil dipper. Where you put the olive oil into your, uh, into your bottom and you get that olive oil. You pick up your pants. You get olive oil and it's, it works as a spit bar. Move so, a lot of the air. I'm trying to figure out the logistics. Is there a is do you slather your bottom with olive oil? Yeah, you slather. And you then put you, it in mm, the side of the crack. Mm, mm, and, mm. Oh, and then you reach back mm. there before you pitch? You pick in the pants. It looks regular, Dale. Don't make a big deal about me having a uh, uh the the underwear monster try to to gobble up my new see through pants that they made for me. <laughs> The underwear monster. I know Italians were allowed to make fun of them, I guess. I why guess. We make, why? I don't know. Europeans, I don't. Europeans can make fun of other Europeans. No. You yes. do, everyone does an Italian accent. It's fine. But that's probably. Well, he is German and they joined forces. So they, were allies. Yeah. they were allies. Well, actually, they were the Axis. Axis. But well, they were allies. Yeah. And, well. and he could do Japanese, too, because they were all part. Yeah, all, try that. Yeah, you can do Japanese That's not too. European. But they're but no, you're I Jap- said European. You are all part of the Axis. Okay, I'll do Japanese. Here's my Im- imitation of Shohei Otani. Oh, oh. no, that was you, Lance. That was not me. That was not me, Roger. That was not. You know what? I'm just going to skip this. <laughs> that was not me, Roger. I mean, you were just very. It sounded like you said. Here, you here's my seen, Japanese. And then have you, went, you ever seen Joe oh. Coy? Have you ever heard Joe Coy do his imitation of different um, Asian yes. accents? The yes. differences. It's one of the funniest things. He'll do Vietnamese. I, w- I once went through a Vietnamese service. So when my son, uh, Drake, and uh, when Drake and Chelsea. Can do it and we can't. Well, when Drake and Ch- because he's in the family. Okay. And so when you're not in the Italian family, you can't do that no more. Yeah, European. I'm in the same European thing. We're, we've you had a we had Hitler, you had Mussolini. We can. I don't know why that's the connector, but it's just our peoples can be made <laughs> okay. fun of. There's you, it's like a hundred year run before you can stop making fights. A hundred years have to pass, and then it's and then it's off the table. We're not making German jokes anymore after a hundred years. Oh, a hundred. Yeah, you know I just what? want okay. y'all to know the German Good stuff thing. I'll be dead. Let's so cut it out. What are we about? Twenty one years away. Yeah, twenty one years away. Still make fun. Get your German jokes in for twenty one years, and then it's off the table. Well, how come we can't do Japanese? We were they were our enemies. We fought you're inside them. of hundred years. Why can't we do Japanese? Pearl though? Harbor. You're inside of a. Oh yeah, you're inside of yeah. We're years. inside of hundred. We should. Well, 
Okay. Well, uh, might I remind you about uh, Bill Parcells? Go ahead. You do you remember him? when? Yeah. Why can't we do it? Go ahead. <laughs> do you remember what Bill Parcells called? Do you remember what Bill Parcells called trick plays? And don't answer out loud. Do you remember what Bill Parcells called trick plays? Uh, yes, I was. He called them Japanese plays, but yeah. he shortened Japanese. Yeah, right. And he was on an actual TV broadcast. Well, we had, you know, these guys are having these plays, and you know, we called them. Japanese plays, but Only. he shortened Japanese, right. and everyone said, "Oh, huh. plays." <laughs> what is what does that mean? You know, tricky stuff. <laughs> okay. Even when there wasn't really cancel culture, people were like, "Something doesn't feel right with him saying this." All right, uh, we got three calls: Julian, Spencer, Steve. We get you all in on the other side. Right here, Aeneas, we, we wasted that that whole segment. We haven't even talked about Matt Miller and how Dell might be wrong about Drake, about Drake May, how wrong he is. Okay, so there's not just, that. Not just me. Uh, no, but you, you're you all wrong. You're all wrong about Drake May, especially since Matt Miller said so. Okay, we'll do that. on the. Uh, well, actually, we'll do that after we take the call. Sometime we'll do it. My bookie is what we're talking about now. MyBookie.ag, promo code BAT975. Best place to bet when to get paid. Best place you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere. You can play online casino games, okay? You can do it regular with the the computer, dealing your cards. Okay, that's fine. You can play blackjack and whatnot. Or you can get the live dealer. And I like the live dealer better. I, I really do. I like that I can see the cards. I can see somebody dealing them. I can see, see, see the shuffle, all of that. I prefer that. I don't know what you do, but here's the deal. You don't have to go all the way to a casino to have a casino, right? You can do it right in your home. You can do it right with your laptop. Doesn't matter where you are. You can play, win, and get paid. If you're looking for a great place to, I mean, you can't get to the poker room or whatever. You're home. You're stuck. You got kids, whatever. You can't leave. I got it right here. Let the kids watch their shows while you're playing on your computer. It's happening every day. And you still got all the sports to bet on as well. In live game betting and bonuses whenever you sign up or you add money to your account. But you got to put in promo code BET975. MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie. ESPN 97.5. I assume you knew... Broadcasting live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Now here's John Granado and Lance Zerline. Hey, welcome back. Let's get to the phones. We said we would. Julian is here. He wants to talk about the Texans. Hey, Julian. What it is, Jive Turkeys. I mean, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, so uh, Lakin Tomlinson got released after two subpar years in the Jets. He had about, I think it was like a $40 million contract. Um, he's played in the off system before. Do you think that he's a good choice for the Texans? Or, oh, man, um, if you can give us a subpar, if you can give us a guy that played below expectations and for a lot of money, that's exactly what I'm looking for, Julian. <laughs> guy who doesn't play up to expectations and may cost you too much. No, it not, not, I'm not interested. I mean, they – I just – I don't know. They've got – I just – why would you – I don't think they're going to – I'm with you, John. I don't think they're going to do anything on the offensive line. I, me and Johnny Harris were talking about this senior ball, and he's like, 
you know, they're prop. He his thought was they're probably just going to let let him, you know, take the the group of Patterson and Juice Scruggs and Kenyon Green. And he said, don't forget Kendrick Perkins. He thought, no, Kendrick Green. He thought Kendrick Green actually played yeah. well coming over from Pittsburgh. He said, don't forget Kendrick Green, who can play guard center. He said, I could see him. He, he thinks he'll just figure it out with what they have. Quisenberry again, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Is he still there under he's contract? A, he's, or a is he a free agent. Agent? he's a free agent. Yeah, I think they'll let him walk. I mean, you got Jared Patterson for a six-round pick, play center. You could get Questenberry cheap, though. Questenberry was going to beat him out. Yeah, no, that's true. So That's true. And you uh, can get him cheap, probably. Yeah, I, I could see. You need depth. Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, I mean, Kendrick, I keep saying Kendrick Green. You could also draft a – I mean, you could also draft a – you could also – it really depends. Like, there's some center guard players out there that if they fell in a draft to, like, the fifth round, I would take them because, to me, I might look at that as my future starter if Kenyon Green doesn't play well this year. And Kenyon Green is – we don't ever talk about Kenyon Green, but Kenyon Green just inspires no confidence. We have no season with him last year, and the only thing we've seen was bad. And I had heard that his weight had gotten a little out of control on him, like – there's some there's some big concerns on Kenyon Green. He, I don't see him getting. I tell you what could happen. Outside shot Kenyon Green gets dealt at the end of camp. Mm. Best case wow. scenario, he comes in and shakes. Wow, and and is playing at his playing, you know, confident football by the end of camp. Worst case scenario, he's dealt not a not a cap casualty, but they deal him for a late later round pick or for another player because Kenyon Green now. It also may be a depth thing where they want to keep him on, and you know they've got the contract there. But if he doesn't like, if he doesn't buy into, there's no D'Amico Ryan's has no tie with Kenyon Green. Bobby Slug has no tie. They didn't draft him, so Nick did. But that doesn't matter. And if they don't like the buy-in, if they don't like the body type, if they don't like the way he's playing, if they don't think he's confident or strong enough, whatever the case may be, I don't. I can see them just moving on in a different direction because they're not tied to him. And uh, it's a huge, huge year for Kenyon Green just to prove he belongs as a starter. Because ain't nobody keeping a first round draft pick as a backup, not for long. You want to get you you'll no. take that. You want to take that that salary right off the books. So man, this is a big because if he does play well, and you have Kenyon Green at guard and Juice Scruggs at center, now, what did you oh, say you're going to get for him again? Late round pick. Wow. One year into his one Two. season that he played, yeah, Two and years, you go you got, from a first rounder well, to got, a late pick. Yeah, you got two years left on his deal. Wow. Why would whoever's trading for him gets him for two years? They're not going to pick up a fifth year option. Wow, that's just awful. Unless he improves, unless he improves, but you have to improve a lot because your next contract you get paid a lot more. Like there's a sliding scale. The more you that's get paid, the, awful. What do you want? The guy hasn't played in a year, and then last year, and the year he did play wasn't good. No, he was that, he was bad. Like, what would you give up for him if you were a team? No, you wouldn't even want him, would you? No, I wouldn't. Want You're him. taking a flyer on Kenyon Green yeah. at this point, and if he and if I'm trading him after camp's over, it means he still hasn't played an NFL well, game. Well, here's the deal, though. What was my well, evaluation on him coming up? Right, and every team will will work off of that, and you'll you'll be working off of hopefully preseason. But if he looks good in the preseason, Texans wouldn't want to trade him they want to keep him yeah so i'm working off of him not looking great in preseason too why would you yeah we'll take him as a lottery scratch off and, and give you a sixth for him but 
I wouldn't give up more than that for a guy who hasn't proven himself. Yeah, two years into it, wow, that's what we're talking about. But he's got to play well. He's got because he's not. He's not this offense's pick. They have no ties to him. No. Let's get uh, Steve in here. Hey, Steve. Hey, sports fellas. No, that's the wrong show. Sports. Go ahead. Hey, no, so I turned on the station yesterday, and I noticed a bunch of changes, right? Uh, Dale gets a show, but Rahizi's still sitting at the house. You got the debut of the Double Gs, and there's no Spencer. What's going on? Let me know. And there's no what? Spencer. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's uh, it's Dell is yeah a Del lot is. of changes. It's the first well, time we made any changes here at the station. Well, yeah, Spencer is just a voice you heard coming into it. He wasn't yeah. actually on the show. No, 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 no. But he was a voice of our show. Uh, yeah, we there was a, there were cuts like everywhere. I mean, look at uh, Nike, ESPN. Look at every. I mean, it's just cuts. There's cuts, cuts, cuts. Everybody's getting cut. Yeah, we would never like give a, Dell a show. We're like a, if a, a prison. We're like a prison yard right now. Would we give Dell a show if we yeah. for massive it, cuts? It wasn't in the plans. It was desperation. No, yeah. it was desperation. It, it just so happens I can talk at least to Sean for a couple hours and produce. So like, hey, you want to do this for a couple hours? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was desperate times no, call for desperate no, measures. It was. It was Dell's turn. Okay, get everybody out of here. Dell's turn. We need to make Dell a no. front and center. We will tell people. You can tell people that, but that is not how it went down. That's how it went down. No, to me. it was not. That was not how it went down. <laughs> I was not elevated to push certain people aside. You mentioned it when you were being serious at first. He called you enemy the other day. How he so? He said you just have to sit on the sidelines and wait for your turn. And then whenever you went to Washington, Sam Howell threw 21 interceptions. So John is the interceptions. I'm the touchdowns. So it, looks you, bad. it reflects poorly are, on you. You're, no, you're the sack. John's the interceptions. You're the sacks taken. Oh. <laughs> Which were high a lot. A and lot. You're the you're the play caller that won't that holds back on your very no. best. Oh, yeah. when I had sound play, yeah. When yeah. I had actual talent, look how great we were. Now you get your own now, shop. But now, hey, I, what are you doing on your show today? Why don't you yeah, tell us in advance? Us what's what's your, your plans for yeah. your show today? Now nah, we're not playing this game. What are you talking no, about? You're not Let's stealing. Go. You're not I promise We're you. trying to promote your show. We're going to promote your you're show. You're not stealing from me. No, see? Oh, who's going to do that? You won't talk about what's going to be you're on his show. Stealing so from me. we don't talk about because it. Because you will steal it from me. We don't steal stuff. You, you did it to Paul. I know. I love yeah. that. Yeah. But just I would never us. do that to you. Just I'm, tell us. I don't like Paul. We would never steal your topics. You don't like me. Yeah. No, you're my favorite. you keep it written down? Is there some place that we could find it if we went through your computer when you're in the bathroom you i would tell you but there's no way you can navigate this computer you're, oh yeah no 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 lance is an expert in computerism yeah i'm a computer guy no yeah. you're not yeah, he I'm really is <laughs> he, he really kind of downloaded i loaded I, my wife's uh <laughs> i updated her computer mm. so, you sound Did like you? a computer guy when you say with an ios like yeah no by with the way iOS. you mean you clicked a couple buttons uh yeah yeah. Okay. Did you push buttons and it worked? Good, yeah, nice but it job. took more than that. You nice had to job. know what you're doing. Nice job. By the way, Patrick Mahomes, 61st best quarterback, college quarterback this century. See? How I was this? right. I Mason was right. Rudolph was 60th. Where's Josh Allen even on the list? Josh Allen? Oh, no. Two I don't, of the top quarterbacks. Him. David Carr, 56th. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it's uh, Eli Manning, 51st. For, or if you weren't here earlier, the top 80 quarterbacks 
from this century. Do you know Eli Manning is so far off the pace for future Hall of Fame? Like, he's way off the pace. He's going to get there. His Hall of Fame monitor is, is he's he's well down the list. I don't think he gets there. I don't Nothing know. he did is famous other than having people make miraculous catches and having a great pass rush against Tom Brady. He's not a Hall of Fame guy. They were trying to get rid of him for years. Dana had two back to back: Geno Smith seventy four, Brandon Whedon seventy five. What about Where's that? Will Greer? Will Greer is not on this list. Huh. Oh, whoa! You're vindicated oh. against. Okay, you're back vendetta again. against oh, West Virginia. Got two. Kevin Cobb sixty ninth. Kevin Cobb. I forgot. Yeah. Maybe he had good stats. He did have great stats. My new thing is West Virginia's mad at me now because I don't have a high enough grade on their center. This isn't new. Zach Frazier. They've hated, always you, for, mad at you. They've hated you for years. Yeah, and when hate... I look at it, I'm like, ooh, I am a lot lower than other people are in Zach. They're like, I see. Because West Virginia fans got mad at you one year, you're yeah. going to make Zach Frazier pay for it. I'm like, no. I just don't think that guy moves that well. Okay. You want to, what you want no, but everybody else does. You're vindictive. Yeah, you are. No, vindictive. I'm not vindictive. I'm open-minded and objective. Okay. I don't uh, have grudges. I Dell's vindictive, and everybody in the next segment is vindictive. Yeah, Deion Dawkins is not a fan of the Jets. Ooh, ship talk. I'm going to warn you because we we play the sound this this word when we end the show, so it's going to be in the clip a couple times. So, Madi, or the, if the kid's on the way to school, cover your ears. Okay. He's going to say some ugly things about the Jets. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. I don't like that dirty ass trash ass city. AFC East it's probably is worse. AFC East is going to get yeah. worse. Yeah, it it's the word. Le, it's it's the trigger word for LeBron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, time for me to talk about Chastain Ford. Time to talk about one point nine percent financing on two thousand twenty three F one fifties. This is the best deal. Seventy two months. Okay, so over seventy two months, you pay off a car, a truck for six years, and then you only get one point nine percent financing. It, you're not going to find anything better than that. You're not finding anything better than that, period. Now, you add in the discounts because it's truck month, and it's ridiculous. This is, I mean, of all of the months of the year, the entire year, this is the best month to buy your truck because they're to brand new 2023s, right? They're still brand new, but they got to get them off the lot. They got to give all the discounts. They got to give the best financing they can get because they have to get rid of them. You gain because they have to get them off the lot. And that's just happening in the chest thing for. And I'm telling you this, you're not going to have add-ons. You're not going to have markups. You're going to have, and, and other dealerships you are. So here's the deal. The only place to go to get your F-150 right now, right now, but you better do it before the end of the month because we're getting at the end of the month and truck month ends. It's all at ChastainFord.com or on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, just five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John and Lance. On ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 833 on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The Jackie Goss ship talk is with us now. Jackie said he missed it so bad he couldn't sleep last night. He cries. He cried himself to sleep. Oh, I don't really 
mind my myself what Jackie says. Are we going to lead with Dawkins, or you want to close with Dawkins? I, well, I have. I always do something like off the sports radar. Okay. So that'll probably close because people at least. Well, we'll let you walk us through. Beyond Jackie seem to like it because once again, Jackie, lions over here, your sheep. People, we don't concern ourselves with the sheep. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Just so you're aware. He's in Bolivar. They don't have sheep there. That's in College Station, apparently. <laughs> I'm not saying what it's done with the sheep. I'm saying he oh. is a sheep. Oh, he is the sheep. I yeah. got you. Okay. We're lions. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. There's no sheep in Bolivar. I don't. He, well, there is one. It's named The sheep's name's Jackie. Oh, Jackie the sheep? <laughs> yeah. so inside right now. Um, Jackie's a listener that apparently John wants to give a lot of attention to no. for whatever reason. No, I'm just saying he doesn't like your little segment. And so. if he did love it, you wouldn't mention him at all. This is just you being you. Let's move on. We're, we're going to start with an incident that happened last night. We know when the Knicks were in town in Houston, they felt they were the – they weren't the, certainly the Rockets were the beneficiary, at least in the Knicks' eyes, of a call that went the Rockets' way that led to a win. Well, the Knicks – had something just egregious happen in their favor last night. If you missed it, the Pistons are in town, scrapping and clawing, take a lead in the fourth quarter, thanks to the help of ex-Knicks, Evan Fournier and Quentin Grimes, former Coog, is making shots, and they take a lead. There's a loose ball. Grimes gets it, tries to save it. A, a scramble ensues, and Arsura Thompson, the brother, of, the twin brother of Amen Thompson here in Houston, gets the ball. He loses it a little bit, but he's... The first one to the ball, and Dante DiVincenzo throws a chop block at his legs. They don't make the call. The Knicks get the ball. They they get an and one, eventually go on to win the game. This all happened within the last 20 seconds of the game. So Monty Williams, the head coach of the Pistons, had this to say about the officiating. Where's the New York media now? The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game, period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me, what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long, and enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big-time game like that and there be a no-call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called, period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game, and that was not fair. I'm done. Oh, man. Did you see it, John? Did you see it, John? Yeah, I saw it. I mean, I watched it. What could you? How could you let? Like, what yeah. exactly are you not call? I, I don't understand what. How could you let that go? Well, they asked the officials afterwards, and they said, "Yeah, we screwed that one up." No, I know, but it, even they at did. the time, though. Oh, yeah, they 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 admitted it. Yeah, Bonnie didn't care. But how do you like at the time it's happening? What are you? Is this like soccer where anything goes as long as you get your, you know, get on the ball first? And, wow. Dante, yeah, this so is Deion Dawkins isn't even wearing a shirt. That's his thing. Lance is currently watching the video of some sound we're going to play later in this segment. It, it, he was on Vlad TV. ESPN has it right now. Shirtless, just talking. Is this what he does? He likes to walk around shirtless quite a bit. He's a big, big, 
sloppy off his lineman, likes to walk around shirtless. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Those are not typically the guys. Like, that's more hanging out the Phoenix Open, the Waste Management Open. Well, he's got move. the tattoos. He wants people to see him, so he walks around shirtless. Ah, uh, got mm. it. If you're going to spend it on the tattoo, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So that's what happened last night. Monty Williams, furious. The Pistons still have eight wins. They thought they would they thought they would have had nine. A classy way of calling out the officials. Yeah, Monty did it kind of classy. Yeah, he'll get fined, but he, oh, he's going to get. Fine. But no, no curses were thrown out there. Um, we're going to move on to a, someone who's a little less classy, but handled it pretty well this time around. This stretches back to to Friday night. Draymond had a lot of things to say after the bit of an altercation with the Charlotte Hornets. He talked about Miles Bridges being a guy who can do no wrong, which I found remarkable. But it also led into a talk about Grant Williams, who was one of the main instigators of the Warriors-Hornets back-and-forth scuffle on Friday night. But Grant Williams got to stop it, man. He he can't keep being like this tough guy is going absolutely wrong for him. Like, he's a really nice guy. And and um, for some reason, he keeps, like, trying to jump on the unlikable side. And I must tell you, it's not always fun over here. Um, it's not always a good time. Uh, and so, I don't know, man. He need to figure it out. Because, uh, boy, I mean, talking too much kind of got you out of Dallas. Like, overdoing it. And he over there talking too much now. So, you might want to slow down and stop all the tough guy stuff. You, know, you want to be the president of PA and stuff, man. You can't be out here doing all that stuff. This is what that is that ship talk so much as you have really caused a problem when maybe the therapy stuff is working. You've got the voice of reason going at you right, right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, how in the hell? And everything he sounds sounds reasonable. It's not always fun on this side and. Cut all the tough guy stuff out. You're trying to be the president of the NF, uh, the NBA Players Association. Like, if Draymond is telling you that you've go- you're going too far, you're doing too much, how bad is it? Well, the voice of reason just 30 minutes earlier as the fight was going on was calling <laughs> – Calling Grant Williams a BS in, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the voice of reason. I don't know how much he's the voice of reason, but well, maybe he had the cool down period after the game, and now he can think clearly. Because he was he was out of the game. It was a blowout, but he, the fight kind of filtered towards the Warriors bench, and he was just you could see him out what he was saying to to, to Grant. It was not nice. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. Uh, you mentioned Deion Dawkins. D A N. It was that a, isn't voice of reason talk. No, no, it was. That's Draymond talk. It is Draymond talk. Yeah, it is. it is. I didn't recognize this last Draymond. Like the Draymond you played is probably Chat GPT. It's <laughs> probably an AI. Possibly. Think. Yeah, I think it's a parrot AI or whatever. Yeah, I don't think that's him. Well, we talked a bit about Deion Dawkins, and I warned people before we went to break. If you are a a parent of a child and you don't want to hear the ugly words he's about to say i wouldn't say turn the channel but cover their ears because Deion dawkins doesn't have a lot of kind words for michael clemens michael clemens is a jets defensive lineman and um Ooh, he, michael he, clemens is a known whoa. fighter too yes. yeah Dion was not so happy. i would be careful about all that talking about michael and clemens. stretching back to lat 
the last game they played, we there's a clip of Deion Dawkins doing like a belly flop on Michael Clemens while he's already prone on the ground. That makes them mad, yes. And as you might imagine, Clemens wasn't thrilled, and they almost got into an altercation in the tunnel after the game. Yes, that's a Michael Clemens move. Mm, yes. Fight in locker rooms, knock out teammates. So yes. this is Deion Dawkins on Vlad TV discussing his dislike for the Jets and Clemens in particular. You get into it with the Jets. Yeah. What happened? Weirdos being weird. <laughs> Weirdos being weird. You know, I don't even want to get a man no credit talking about him, you know. But number 72, Michael Clements. Michael Clements. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch boy. Um, <laughs> bitch boy. You know, I'm going to just keep it a buck. I hate them. All of them, bro. They are all some, like, when it comes to sports, right, there's people that play the sport because they love the sport. And then there's people that play the sport just to try to be cool. I feel like they play the sport to try to be cool. Like those are a bunch of dudes that just want to take pictures on Instagram. <laughs> like that's whack. Like I play this because I'll die by it. Wow. B-boy. And, and he he called him B-boy. He hit him with the words. Then he basically just called him Instagram guys. Like he Whoa. called him an Instagram team. That man sitting there with no shirt on as an offensive lineman telling you he dies by this game. Uh, <clears throat> Michael uh, Michael Clemens will 100% be in either boxing or some kind of fight championship, like the PFL or he'll be in fury fighting at some point. Michael Clemens is known. The story I heard on Michael Clemens at A&M, well, not only did he knock a teammate out, <coughs> two freshmen got into it at a and I've had this confirmed by multiple people. Two freshmen got into it at A&M, and he broke it up on the field like he was the leader. And he said, in the locker room, we'll settle this. And he made them fight <laughs> in the locker room. Like, everyone had to stay out. Ain't no jumping in or anything. No trying to save somebody. Let them get it out of their way. Get it out of the way. And Michael Clemens was, like, letting, like, was organizing. If you got a problem out there, you're going to have to fight in here. If you're going to be taking up practice time with this foolishness. And then he told the defensive line coach, Jeff Albrick, when he was a rookie, he said... He he he's at had, the Jets. He had at the Jets. He had all the guys leave the room. The defensive players, you know, leave like it was. I think it was rookies. It was early on with rookies and free agency. He goes. He pulled his chair up to Ulbricht and said, "I just want to let you know that anybody that you have problems with out of this rookie class, you come tell me, and I'll make sure it gets straight. You will have no problems with us. We're here to get coached. We're here to work. I'll make sure people work in the locker room. Now he's not the most talented guy." But Michael Clemens is that dude where you don't want to. You he was the one who was pointing into the crowd. You're a bitch, and you are you, bitch. Did you see that the time where no. he's pointing into the crowd? Yeah, I remember. It's at the I don't know which game it was at the end of the game. I think that they were going to win, and he was they just, were going to win. He was calling out, the and end. he was literally. Oh, pointing, I remember that. And he's yep. pointing to people in the stands. I didn't, I didn't know what he goes, was saying you. No, no, not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah you. <laughs> like. Michael Clemens, they say, is beyond rugged. Well, here's what But Dawkins offensive linemen said, don't though. care, though. Offensive linemen don't care. Dawkins said this. Uh, apparently, Clemens followed him up the tunnel, but was afraid to challenge him face-to-face. If you're going to run up on somebody, all, run all the way up on somebody. Don't run up and stop five yards behind and just start talking. So when he did that, I'm like, first of all, you really don't want to fight me. You really a B. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Woo-hoo. Yeah. 
And so the, we'll see how that how it goes the next time they see each other. We'll end with this, something a little away from sports. This is a young lady who finds out something she didn't want to find out about her boyfriend. But I want you to, to listen closely to what she says in the middle of it, because sometimes girls are more loyal than you think. Imagine my surprise when I turn on the new season of Love is Blind this morning and see my boyfriend. Yeah. Are you shocked? Because I sure as hell am. I feel like I'm experiencing such a wide range of emotions, heartbreak, jealousy, shock, rage. Why the f*** is my man on TV? And why the f*** is he on a dating show talking to other women? Obviously, I'm not going to tell you who it is. I still think he's the love of my life. <laughs> and we can work past this. So, like, I'm not going to say his name, but holy f- This is just how I'm feeling right now. I literally watched the first episode. I had to turn it off because I was literally just staring at the screen like, Hello? Hello? As an avid reality TV show watcher, I see this happen all the time with girls where they're like, that's my man on TV. How did this happen? And I'm like, well, that's kind of embarrassing. How did you not know? And now it's happening to me. Of course, he's in this pod talking to beautiful women. For all I know, I thought he was on a business trip. He couldn't talk to me because he was working. Come to find out you're dating other people. Are you kidding me? I don't believe any of this. Uh, I do because I've seen it happen. When? Uh... How long? I told you I know somebody on that show. And on that it, show? It, yes. But how long? Well, I think you did tell me that. But how long is the filming to where you think he's on a business trip for that long? And then you really want to go on. You really, Of course, this generation, you just have no idea. They will sniff. Like, you want to go and say, I think we can work past. That's the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard. Well, she said he's still the love of her life. That's what I'm saying. Some women are he's more loyal than you life. think. You know how I know? Because well, he's on this show. Well, I, would well, say I, I don't know. It's, just, it's a way to make cash and, yeah. get, and get followers. That's what and, I'm saying. Yeah. He might have been on a business trip. You, got you a get paid to do that show. That was business. That so was business, he's a lady. trick and you're a trick. Got I'm, it. I'm, I'm creating trick a brand tricks. over here, Lance. Yeah. Trick ass trick. That's what happens. They go on there. Do you people- think Nicole would mind if you went on one of those shows? Yeah, at this point, probably not. But at one point, at one point, eight forty-seven ESPN ninety-seven-five and ninety-two-five underdog. You know what? That's the underdog here. Underdog. So underdog is what you need to keep in mind whenever. Uh, you want to make the basketball season even more fun. You're watching your Rockets. Maybe you're happy with the games. Maybe you're not happy with the games. You're going to be a lot more interested in every game that's on TV when you're playing Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a pick em challenge that allows you to pick between two and five players, two, three, four, or five, and it will pay you multipliers of whatever. Uh, if you hit the statistics, they'll give you a, a statistic. You either go higher or lower. And if you hit all of them, you could win as much as 100 times your original play. And they're all also going to give you a special pick. Whenever you sign up for the first time using promo code Lance, they double your first deposit up to $100. And then they give you a special pick in there. The special pick can be a booster on payout or it can be an easy win for you. Um, A lot of times I like the easy wins because I'm like, okay, I'll take this. Then I'll make it three different players I choose from. And all I have to do really is just win two to get the payout of of, uh, six times the amount. So... You can go up to 20, up to 100 times the original play that you have, but you have to use promo code Lance, and you have to play Underdog Fantasy. You uh, also need to play in a state where it, Underdog Fantasy is uh, is where, where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms and conditions apply. If you feel like you have a gambling problem, make sure you call 800-GAMBLER or go to ncpgambling.org. Warning, warning. You're listening to ESPN 97.5.
John and Lance. <laughs> on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's John Granado. Gross! And Lance Zerline. Hey, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The uh, recap and what we've been talking about today, the Cougs are number one. How about them Cougs? How about them Cougs being number one in the nation based largely on their defense, their stifling defense, which has been fantastic all year. So they are number one. They're number one in the net rankings, number one at Ken Palm since early December. I saw Jay Billis's. He had uh, the Cougs like sixth last week, which is, I think, kind of ridiculous. Although, I mean, th- this is playing out a lot like other Coug teams in that, well, the, the team that made the Final Four was fantastic, and, you know, but it, they just ran out of shooting. You know, a lot of teams, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, John and I went through the shooting numbers. It's extraordinarily bad. That was the Baylor year, right? Baylor won it. Yeah. Baylor was just fantastic. They were year. awesome. But no. the shooting numbers for uh, Houston is, are extraordinarily bad uh, when you look at their ranking among other teams in, in college basketball. However, their defensive, you know, they're like 174th in three-point shooting. They're in the 200s in field goal percentage, like 251. It's it's astonishing how poorly ranked their shooting is. But then you look at their turnovers against and the turnovers for, and there's a huge difference. You look at uh, their opponent's field goal percentage, Houston's the best in college basketball. But when you shoot that poorly, man, it's hard to have a lot of confidence in being able to win at the very, very highest level. It's just, you know, one hot hand, a guy, you know, Bad D, you, you don't get the turnovers you're looking for. Another team makes free throws. Houston's opponents are shooting 63% from the free throw line. It's just something like that. It's terrible. Well, And so what if you run into a team that shoots well from the you know, yeah. from the free throw line? What if you run into well, a I'm team sure with veteran guards some teams that, the, that I'm sure they play teams that have hit free throws. But obviously not a lot no. if, if the opponents are shooting that bad. Well, and the Cougs are bad if they're shooting free throws. Yeah, so. the Cougs are under 70% and they're – Higher than their opponents. Their free throw defense is is, is un, unmatched in the country. Tremendous free throw defense. But uh, the other thing is, though, that's interesting is I remember everyone thought, okay, and, and even after the Kansas game, the thought was, well, this is the Big Twelve. You know, Houston's not going to. There's, they're not going to be the same team. It's going to be a little tougher for the Houston Cougars moving forward. And maybe it still will be. Maybe, maybe. I mean, they've handled Texas. Maybe they will. Maybe it is going to be tougher um, for this Kansas team. is not the same Kansas team we've seen in the past, but they took care of Houston at Kansas. How does Houston hold up in the Big Twelve tournament? That's going to be a really good. Oof. That's going to be a really good challenge. Wow, I, I think that's the best tournament. I mean, there are some good teams, that really good teams, good teams in the SEC, obviously, good teams in the Big Twelve and the uh, uh, Big Ten. But I don't know that it's deeper anywhere. It's deeper than the uh, Big Twelve. Every night is going to be a fight, and you're not on your home court or no home court advantage. So that is, it's going to be, that's going to be a, that is fun. That is fun. Even if they don't win it, I think they probably have to win their first game, maybe their second. It sure would be nice for them to get into the, at least the semifinals of the Big 12. If they get at least into the semifinals of the Big 12, they get a number one seed. 
I think they're going to get a number one seed anyway. At least to the semifinals. I think that uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I think they might need to. No, they're going to get there. Get they're, the they're been, they've been. Well, it heading. depends. I mean, if you think. Yeah, but as good as I mean, yeah, Kansas, up. I, I mean, Iowa State. What is the Big Twelve? Baylor coming up. I mean, Texas. I mean, as good as ever. Texas hasn't been great, but as good as this this conference has been. Now, don't forget. I mean, they're going to. There are a lot of teams that Texas can't play with them. Nah. Texas Tech can't play with them. TCU. Beat them, and TCU can't play with them. Yeah, but on any given day, TCU at home is a different team, and and on the road, of course, so are the Cougs, but. Uh, they can't play with the Cougs on, on, a, on a neutral side. So the, the Big 12 basketball tournament doesn't start until March 12th. So there's some time. No, no, there's there's plenty of time. They've got four games left before. Well, there's some time, like I said, to get upset, too. If you lose, well, if you lose one of those, it, not upset. it would hurt your chances if you don't make it to the finals of the Big person. 12. It could happen. No, it can't happen. There's a chance. All right, when we come back, we will take a look at that Matt Miller stuff and make make Dell look dumb. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. No. So, just to be clear, you've how long you've been doing radio? I don't know. 20 25. some 25 yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, you and like about 20 years with body bags. I know he went to another place at one point. Yeah. And you've decided to center a whole segment about some random draft guy who allegedly is going to make me look stupid. Yeah. This is. I mean, that's my goal. <laughs> Why? I mean, why I, don't you I, talk about what Merrill Hodge said or what Lance himself Hodge has said? Know anything? Oh, Merrill Hodge had. Oh yeah, maybe he was right about Johnny, but he also had. I forget who it was. That, oh, this is the same guy that loved. Oh, he's, some, he's had some hit or miss. Lance, yeah, he's hit, he's Lance thinks he's Drew Locke. <clears throat> well, Lance, okay, so only because you've influenced him. You played Jedi Mind Tricks on Lance. You don't think he watched the film and came to that conclusion? Oh, no. no, I Ugh. think that you. You're, he was Let me just tell you something. Actually, he was just trying to please you. I'll, I'll just tell you this. Never tried I'm to do that. I'm a people pleaser, Dell. That's true. Yeah. I have never, ever seen somebody throw it as hard as he has for a six yard pass. And like they counted this as a drop for the receiver. <laughs> like this is this is like some kind of challenge on a Japanese game show. Some impossible thing like. Okay, you guys have to get oh! last year. You know. It didn't have any touch too. I mean, it was a it was a not the Wake. No, who? What was the quarterback? I think it was Wake Forest. I mean, just nah, it would have been Just Georgia Tech. Um, just firing. Just, it. No, he's in Nebraska now. It's a different Georgia Tech quarterback. You're talking about Haynes King, which in the draft? Uh, was it? Maybe it was Haynes King. Haynes King had zero. T- yes, I think it was Haynes King. Oh, really? He was just firing and from uh, like four yeah, yards dude, away. You got to have some touch. Like Drake May throws nothing but gas. It's like Nuke Lelouch if you go old school. Mm. It's like you're getting nothing but the heat every single time. Like Drake, dude, pull off the the gas every once in a while. Um, These guys can't catch that. Well, you know who needs to stay on the gas? Craig the Surf. Craig the Surf stays on the gas. Keeps his pedal. He keeps the pedal down to give you great deals. And I'll give you an example of that. Um, if you are looking for a great deal, let's say you're a GMC leasey, um, then they've got this amazing deal. I don't know. You have to ask for details. I don't want to start throwing out details or incorrect, but I remember what they told me about the, the details. And 
It was like, oh my gosh, there's going to be a lot of people who can get $99 per month payments, 0% down, $99 per month payments. There's going to be a lot of people who have that opportunity, and that could be you. Now, even if you don't qualify for that, you can get $299 per month payments on the lease with no money down. That is a great opportunity for you. This is the vehicle that I am going, it's the Buick Envision uh, the preferred edition. That's the vehicle I'm going to get my son, his first car. He's in college. And we're going to do that over spring break because this is just too good a program to pass up. And I suggest it for you guys as well. Good size SUV, great safety features, and the price is fantastic. Whether you're looking to purchase or you're rather, whether you're looking to lease, they are going to have you covered with, uh, my good friends over at Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. Trade-in value that's off the charts and great opportunities to purchase either in person out in Angleton or even online at LanceZCars.com. It's Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. ESPN 97.5.